welcome to Real Rap with Reynolds Teacher Talk with your host, C.J. Reynolds. Here's the idea today. First of all, my name is C.J. Reynolds. I run this YouTube channel called Real Rap with Reynolds. And the whole idea here is to not just have giveaways because I don't really do giveaways because I think they're just a weird way to gain subscribers. Um, but what we're trying to do is create a community of individuals that are like us. And when I say like us, like slightly left to center, right? For the most part. Uh, maybe Maisha Hutchinson is right dead on, but um, she hangs out with us anyway. So what we do here on Sunday nights is we meet as a community. We meet all together to kind of talk about what's going on uh, in our classrooms, in our hearts, in, uh, in the world. And, you know, it's not just me. So like, it's me talking. I'm the one that never runs out of things to say, but um, there's a whole community of individuals that are in the comment section. So if you're new here, if this is your first time, you can, you'll find that people are going to just start commenting back to your, your question. And that's how we roll because this, we think that teaching is a communal activity. So Today, this afternoon, tonight, this on this episode, whatever, we're going to give crap away. So here's how you get free crap. Um, customized golden crap, by the way. So you can win anything from uh, books. We have sticker packs. We have eyeball stickers. We have uh, golden microphones. Um, we have, uh, with the brand new sweet labeling on them, look at that, bam, official. Um, so here's how you do that. You have to come on live. Uh, all you have to do is come online. Even if you don't like, you could wear a mask. I don't care. Like if you don't like, you didn't do your hair. You're not ready for today. You don't have any makeup on. Put a shave. On. Yeah. Put a hoodie on, put a mask on, whatever. You don't even have to be on camera. You can go full student and go full forehead right here or ceiling fan. Right. <laughs> um, actually it's actually, <laughs> it would be really game. hilarious. Um, you come on, we spin the wheel and I will send you, I'll mail you any of whatever you, win. whatever you win, whatever you win on the, on the wheel of chance. Wait, am I that white? Yes. But I'm not and this is on. perfect because you don't have to be on here because <laughs> it's just your arm. So um, that's it. We'll also just be answering questions too. So if you have questions, it's like the regular gig. Um, and are you ready with questions or do you need a moment? Because uh, no. I can tell folks about the newsletter. We have a newsletter also where I talk about random. So I have some very random things that I'm into this month. Some of it's personal development. Some of it's like family stuff, some of it's stuff I'm watching on YouTube or things that I'm reading. Um, all you have to do is go right to the website, realrapwithreynolds.com. There's this floaty thing that follows you around, asks you want to be on the newsletter, just click it. All you're putting in is your email address and your name. That's it. So we're not asking for anything else. We'll never spam you, never send you any other crap. This is just so you can get the newsletter. It comes out every month. I filmed it yesterday, sent it to ED this morning. I think well, two days ago, actually, but I was busy. I don't know, whatever. This, Nobody sometimes, cares. Sometimes I tell people stuff they don't really need to know. I know. Um, so, <laughs> and then that's it. ED writes it all up for us and then ship it off to you. So that will be coming your way. The new one is coming up soon. Um, are you ready? Yeah, let's start with This uh, is extremely intrusive in here, I just want to say. I know. And I um, wish it was a bit higher so everyone could see. You can see quite a bit. I mean, look, customized, customized I, ponies, golden ponies, a whole bag of, I mean, come on. Who doesn't want those? Okay, let's start with Stephanie. Sure. She's, uh, she's, she's down there coming on. She wants to come on. You change, did you change your name to asking for a friend? Absolutely. This isn't for you. 
Of it's course, not. this would not be for me. Um, so I hate to disappoint you, CJ. I'm yes. going to start off with Jenny today. Yeah, oh. question for her. Please go ahead. Not so secret. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I'm going to come on. I literally just got out of the shower and have no makeup on. <laughs> it's totally fine if you don't come on camera. It, I understand. Okay. Um, but I still wanted to ask. Um, so my kids, my, my, my kids, not my students, call me extra all the time. Um, so Jenny, how do you cope or deal or whatever with CJ being super, super dedicated, going above and beyond all the time? Um, like what was the beginning of his career like for you in terms of trying to balance work with family, with everything else? Because I know that family is important, but so is trying to start your career. So what did you do or what kind of advice can you give for the families to know that they still matter, even though the balance isn't there? It's such a good question, but I think it's multifaceted. I think it's different for the women who are teaching. I'm just the the support role. And so, uh, yeah, I, I think for, look, I can only speak to my experience. And so I think what I would say is, for the beginning career, it was it was a long time. Like it took CJ a long time to get to this point of a teacher of who he is. Um, and I think one way he he did it that you know he takes a lot of time. He takes a lot of time in the classroom, a lot of time planning when it was in the beginning. Um, and so I love the answer when I would ask, you know, are you almost done? And and really the answer became, no, I'm not. Well, it's never done. You're never really to a point that's finished. So it. I think fell a lot on him to figure out how to where to draw that line to say like okay i've got to stop and spend time with the family um i think it takes a lot of communication between the two partners um i'm speaking like husband and wife now for with children i think it it's bringing them and including them in it asking what what do they want their teachers to do what would they what would they like you know i think a lot of like our kids or or other people they they call this sort of teaching extra right and i don't really think it's extra and i think that's why i work so well with cj and i'm supportive of the time that it's always taken because it's what i wish teachers did for my own children and i am going to speak candid and say like that's part of I have different learners for children and I wish some teachers would have taken a different approach and, and learned our kids more or utilized what they were interested in in their teaching because I think that makes a really big impact. And that would have changed my kids' whole experience with, with school. My Our story for my children, their experience isn't a good one. It's not a positive one in the world of education. And so I think I'm really supportive because I think the the mission is really important overall. Um, And it's really personal to us, Uh, him as an educator and how he teaches and me as just uh, wishing there was more for my kids in the public school system. So I think, I don't know, it just takes a lot of communication and a lot of work to to like find those boundary lines because they're different for each and every family. But what about like, so I, I want to add, I would really love to add to that because I, I have a slightly different perspective and I've watched you. So real quick, I'm going to add and then I'm going to ask a follow-up question. Um, I think when I started teaching, one of the greatest gifts was that you entered the party also. So like when we did Halloween, you made all the treats. When we did Christmas, you made all the stuff. Like you, you were a part of the class trips. You like went on stuff with us or brought the kids to stuff like 
you were constantly engaged in it too. So you were like invited into the party. And so it wasn't just me. I think that was a real service to the kids to see like as much as possible, like the Reynolds team. But what about, how about like when I'm taking time away from our kids though, like what, what about to the families of those that like to the kids that like, you know, steps being extra and spend all this extra time, like, I think it's, it's still involvement. It's involving your kids in what you're doing. So if you're doing something weird, like spray painting stuff, I don't know, let your kids spray paint stuff with you. Like, days. Um, you don't tell them that they'll enjoy it too much. Yeah. Right. But so they'll love, they want to like, I, I think that's the biggest caveat is or explaining your reason. Like you have to, everybody needs to know the why right behind why you're learning what you're learning, everything from in the classroom, but that also works in your family life. I think that part is really important to explain why you are the teacher that you are um, and to help them get involved. And I think it's just communication and boundary lines. You have to do what works for you personally with your family and your children. And that's always, yeah. I think it's a conversation. Yeah, that's a that's a big question. I mean, the other thing I just think of real quick is like, um, telling your kids constantly that they matter the most yes. and then showing them that yeah. like it can't be i'm just going to say it to you know your daddy's favorite you know i love you yeah. more it's like actually doing so it's like an example too. of that I'll, I'll say just even like marley has been wanting us and she might hear this she's been playing roblox forever like she wants mom and dad to play roblox with her and like that's not a game that you know we really want to play <laughs> um but we totally do it because Wait, she's we, important we, we play that? well i have it's on my agenda <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I think so like just involving them in and like doing showing them that they're the number one spot or the most important by doing even those things that that you don't really want to do but it's important to you and just one quick follow-up because I don't want to take you up too many too much of your time there's one of your kids in the back my youngest one you're on the internet (laughs) um is um, that's great and all for including kids. How do you help with a spouse that may not necessarily be as involved or may not quite get the why? Like they say they do, but not quite there. Yeah, I think it's. A- I think sometimes you call me out. Sometimes you're just like, dude, you can't. You can't stay at school that late, or you can't. Like sometimes yes. it is. It is like just conceding the point and being like. And you have to be willing to listen because every each, and that's the thing, there's no one answer. We're all so unique. And so the reason that your husband might feel that certain way, like there could be, there could be, I don't know. Emotions are a huge thing in our life. And I don't think there's enough credit. There's a reason why he's feeling like that. So to get down into why that is there and then respecting that you as, as a partnership, right? There's, there's a lot of give and take in that, that happens within our marriage. And I think that that's, really important part to remember sometimes i do have to say no you know this is like too much or whatever and he it's a conversation all right thank you guys i appreciate your answers jenny and and cj thanks for chiming in yes no i think maybe we could even follow up on but like um but you have to take something away from the custom crap uh giveaway here okay so let me spin for you go ahead okay Let's let's pray it doesn't all fall oh, wait, off. I think it's gonna tend to think we're a real we're a crack. Oh yeah, look there goes everything. <laughs> um, all right. Yes, you get a shirt. So, Woo! so um, we'll email you, and I'll let me know your size and what you want and all that. Yep, yeah, and then uh, and then we'll we'll communicate that way for the shirt. 
but awesome. Yeah. Steph, I appreciate you. And, and thanks so much for being like asking such like an important question. I think it's yes, really thank you. important. Thank you for taking um, your extra time. You got Absolutely. it. We'll Have talk a good week, guys. All right. Who else? I got a bunch of people on here. Oh, okay. So next we're going to go with Brayden. Uh, he asked that question. We actually talked about this before we even came on live because I saw it early. So um, Brayden's asking, at my school, our rooms can only have things that can only have things on the, on the wall if we use blue construction tape. No holes in the walls are allowed whatsoever. My principal calls classroom teaching spaces and does not want us to think it is your classroom, but it, instead it is our classrooms. We can't have personal items like a mini fridge or bring our own computer monitors from home. How would you make the classroom your own? I have posters and a flag with all the world's world flag on it, but my other decorations are at home in a box because I can't hang them with blue tape. I get this question so much that I need to, I need to do a video. I need to like figure out some ways like, so here, here's the gig. Like the, the short breakdown of that is like, how do I decorate my room when I can only use blue sticky tape to put things up? Like, first of all, what? like the, the classrooms should be teachers' rooms, right? We can share them. Um, and I get that there's like some probably some politics in that in schools, but like they should be personalized because it should be personalized to the teacher. It should be something that the kids want to walk into, that they're excited to walk into. So how do we do that without destroying the wall? Because everyone, I think, I'm going to talk to you even though you're doing something. And yeah. I'll just pretend. <laughs> uh, I think that schools often do that because they don't want things damaged beyond. Because they think every teacher is going to go in and do what I do and put 9,000 holes in the wall. Um. But I think there's ways around that. I think there's ways around doing some of these things where like you can create spaces and places where you're not putting a million holes. But bro, if you're putting thumbtack holes in the wall, I mean, come on, like how like you don't even have to fill those. All you do is paint over them the next year and they're filled. Um, so I don't I don't know that I have a fast answer for that. But like my quick answer would be like, can you make things that are like I Part of what I think of is like, I'd make theater flats in my room. So like essentially faux walls or pieces of wall or, or a piece of four by eight plywood that is uh, painted and then hang things on that and then just put it in your room. That's like, what like, annoy admin. I feel like even but, more, but it's like, but it's like this is what I have to do if yeah. I can't put a thumbtack hole in the wall. Which is like, ridiculous. If you can't draw on your walls like I do, perhaps using like, bulletin board paper and drawing on that or painting on that because that would actually last a hell of a lot longer than like doing something else so like you do the same thing i do in my room which is like you put the instead i paint it but you put paper up project something on there and then just trace it out and then just paint it with a with a marker or a pen or something like that um i i do think there's ways around it but that's a tricky one i'm gonna that that's not something i'm done with though because i want to I'm going to ask like in the Facebook group too, which is a really good transition over to the Facebook group. So if you go to our Facebook group, Real Rap with Reynolds, um, teacher talk, you might be able to get some answers there, but I'm going to ask there. And then I think I'm going to, I think I might take best practices from some people and make a video this summer. Cause that gets asked, that get, gets asked a lot. Um, cool. What you got? Can I go to someone while you're doing that? Sure, because there's so much comments in the thing that Sorry. I lost. We get it. Uh, Chris Carson, you're coming on next. Beaming in okay. now. What's up, buddy? Hey. How you feeling? 
I'm much better now. Good, man. Good. I had typed in Chris Carson, The Walking Dead, but they deleted that part. So, uh, you know, hey, I don't yeah, know. have that on there. They were like, uh, you're not, it's just, it's too questionable or something like that. I don't <laughs> um, Chris, would you, do you, will you have something to say or do you want to just win something off? Well, the I do, but I, go, I do have a question. All right, and go ahead. Because I cannot get enough random crap. You know, let's just believe. That's why we need all this crap. <laughs> That's right. Um, can you share what's going on with the school? Because we've all been asking each other. With my school? With your school and you. You good? I'm good. Yes. So okay. the short of it is, um, so look, it's really interesting. Oh. I can share more in private. I can share everything in private, but um, I, I did get asked back. I got a hilarious raise. Um, this is <laughs> like like hilarious in that like I like one of those raises you get where it's like just gonna disappear, like pennies. Like fifty. And yeah, yeah. So like, um, which I don't really care about. Like, I don't care if I get a raise, but like, um, I am getting. I am coming back. I am excited for next year because we just hired a new CEO interviews for new principals were this week. So that's going to be something oh. that's um, potentially really great for next year for the students. And for me, I think we're going back in person in the fall. So there's a lot to look forward to yeah. this year was just like, like I said, all my friends left, all the leadership left or was fired. And so it was like, left me where it was like, uh, I don't know. It kind of felt like you were on a show that you really liked. And then a lot of people left the show and then it was like, Oh, who's now what happened now I'm in team wolf too. Cause all the, where's Michael J. Fox? Where's the original cast? No one's here. It's just that it's just Jason Bateman before you. Okay. Was so I anyway. love that you picked teen wolf. That's, that's, that's right up. I was a classic. The second one we were like, what happened? Where is everybody? Yeah. Now? Oh, it's your cousin. So, <laughs> Can we can we send you some random gold crap? I would love some random crap, sir. Ed White, spin the wheel. Let's go. We need oh, a soundtrack. What a wheel! Chris wins a custom trophy. So what we have here, Chris, are we have custom golden gold trophies, and I will I will engrave your name into one of these. Send the entire pack to you. You can give them the people that you love as well. There you hey, go. I love that idea. Down that Chris won this, and we already yes. have your address, so I don't need it from you anyway. Um, oh, great! But I was going to let everyone know that um, that Edie is putting the link for the address form, um, and you can add it there in the comments. Yeah, but we already have Chris's, so it's not yeah. a big deal. Can you just write down what Chris? Wants I'm sure Edie's about? doing that. Right. Do I need to do that? Uh, no. I mean, you know. Okay. Just saying. All right, Chris. Thanks hey, for coming. I'm just glad everything's good. Everything's over here. Everything's still working. Wait a minute. Let me check. Yeah, it's still working. All right. Sounds well, good, man. We're glad to see you. Have a good one. Later, Ed. Take care, everybody. Hey, we are uh, we're quite the – we have room for improvement with this team. But, uh, <laughs> oh, always. Okay, know. our next question is going to come from Laura saying, Hey, Reynolds, how will you spend your first day of summer vacation? What, if anything, will you be working on professionally this summer? Your Sunday afternoon YouTubes have been a bright light for me. I appreciate that. Thank you so much, Laura. I'm really having a hard time with saying words today. Thank you, Laura, is what I meant. Um, so first day of summer break is, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm probably going to, if it's nice out, I'm going to sit in the garden. 
all day and uh, garden stuff and probably work in my shed. Um, I don't waste time though. And this is one of the things I talked about in the new newsletter is that uh, and I, won't, I won't get that in depth to it as I did in the newsletter, but like I don't waste time in the summer. I think the summer goes so fast that like in like just about a month, it's going to be 4th of July. So it's just like, and that's like the halfway point. And then August, as we all know, is like the Sunday of summer. And so um, it's like, I try to get stuff like jamming right away. So, and uh, Jenna's mom is coming out uh, from New Mexico too. So she'll be here when I finish the year. So that'll be nice yeah, too. So that's like a catalyst to go and, and do stuff. Um, what am I focusing on professionally this summer? I am ever so fascinated with social emotional learning. Um, I think that that's really something I want to focus on and I want to find, um, Philadelphia is, has this new initiative that they're trying to push where they want to make kids be in school two hours earlier. Um, we start school at eight. We're talking about our schools talking about going to school from seven to five next year, which is just dumb. And so I want to, um, work on like, like there's, I, there's no research behind that. So I'm, what I want to do is like research some really, what well, here's, here's the thing. I think this is a great opportunity to go back to school, to remold it, to make it into something that's worth going to. And that, and, and that helps kids and that helps the students that are returning after 14 months away from regular school, um, especially in our case, right? Some kids I realize have been back. I think it would be fascinating to do some digging into some research that says, here's actual best practices. Because a lot of things schools do sound like a good idea. They look like a good idea. They seem like a good idea, but they're not a good idea because they're not student-centered or teacher-centered. They're not empowering either one of those parties. And so I think when we do that, when we focus on students and teachers, like what would it actually look like? Best practices with research to back it up this is why this happens. And then looking at bad practices that we do and saying the research does not support this. Why are we going to school for this long? Because it looks like, and sounds like grit and hard work. And I think that, um, that you can do it a better way. And so that's, and, and with new leadership coming in, I'm really excited about that. Uh, and I forget the other part of the question was, um, I think that was it, uh, chilling this summer, going on a vacation for the first time, in like a hundred years, uh, and taking a lot of time off, but like really I'm focusing my mornings from five to eight on real rap with Reynolds business. And then so much family time, like just pouring. my kids have not had a regular summer in forever. Um, and I'm hoping that we are blessed with growth in our company. Um, and in what we want to do as a business and that doesn't fall by the wayside because I'm focusing so much on my family because that's, it's really needed right now. And so that's, that's why I plan to do it. It's just love all my kids and my family. Um, yeah. Cause you love to count down summers and remind us how many we have left with them. I do. Which then gives me such anxiety. It does. Well, I sure say keeping it real girl. Sure. All right. What's next, next is good old, uh, summertime gym. Summertime gym coming in. <laughs> What's up summertime gym? Some of this fine peanut brittle from Chicano oh, Claus, John Lopez. You didn't eat the whole thing yet? Well, I just I, I haven't been in Raleigh in a while. It's been sitting here, so I'm, I'm afraid to open it because by 4.30 this afternoon, it would all be gone. 
Yeah, it will no. be. It's, and I wouldn't be able to open my mouth because it gets stuck in your. Ugh. Yeah, no, your ass will get stuck in that chair. You'll be like, I can't <laughs> get up. That too. I'm out, Dad. He ate all the peanut brittle again. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's literally one of those things that just sits in my kitchen, and every time I walk by, I grab like six oh. pieces. Oh, we know. Yeah, and it goes good. It goes well with everything. Like every time you have coffee, you're just like, why am I just eating this? Right it's now? great with beer too, but that so's everything else. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> um, all right. So here's my question. This is a real basic question that I always run into problems with at the end of the year. We always have um, throughout the year. I'll get all these great ideas. For the next year, I'm like, ooh, this didn't work, but this would work. And I end up writing them all over like everything, everywhere. And I put them in my notes on my phone. And do you like, do you have a, a strategy that you use to remember? Because I mean, every day I have 10 ideas and every day I don't have time to put them down anywhere. Like, do you do anything yeah. to remember these things that you have? I have posts everywhere. Like... <laughs> giant posted notes like these weird post notes that i drew a face on put googly eyes on the other day um they're everywhere so this is an Edie thing Edie got me onto something called workflowy so workflowy.com or i think i don't know if it's com or whatever it is it's called workflowy though it's friggin awesome it's essentially like almost like a word doc but like um I can add stuff. I can bullet point stuff. And it's super simple. There's not like a ton of formatting options and stuff like that. It's, it is like, it's like, I don't know. It's like, uh, what do they call those people? Minimalism, right? Like on a, on a document, right? So what I do is um, once a week or so, I take all that crap and then I have different things. So like ideas for the next book, ideas for videos, ideas of things, ways that I want to like care for people, um, ideas for the business. Uh, 10-year ideas, five-year ideas. And so I have them all on there and then I plug them in. And I'll tell you that that seems like another step, like a whole other thing to do, but it is so cathartic to me to take a desk with a thousand things on them and then to, to put them in, it just makes it easier. I, 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 I enjoy it. Um, it. And that works the best, dude. I have tons of like, I've done everything and I field notebooks out like, coming out of everywhere, man. Like I have legal note paper, but those always rip off. I've had, um, I have composition books all over the place, but I found that like in the last six months or whatever, Edie showed me workflowy that really helps. Um, and, and so I find that, and then look, even if you have a teacher's assistant or just some kid that's sitting there and it's like, Hey, look, uh, you're done your test early here, type these in for me and then just get them uh -huh. to take for you. Like, I think that it's, that kind of thing that I plan on doing at school next year is like, yo, listen, when you're done, I have here, you know, it's idea put in day. So put in idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. But workflowy is it has the worst name. Like, I don't know what that business meeting looked like when they were like, we need a name. How about workflow? What's a play off of that? Workflowy? Workflowy. That's it. Is They're it, it oh. workflowy? Like why workflowy yeah. or the yeah. two E's? W O R K. F L O W Y. Okay. That's it. Cool. -Y. Yeah, no, I, well, that's the thing. I'll sit down on Friday at the end of the day. And before I go home, I have, I, I have reporters notebooks that I, that I walk around with me yep. and I usually write everything in there, but it's always like, okay, where'd I put everything? And the transcribe one of what's like, that? 
I'll forget ideas that I even had two days ago. And yeah. then I typing them and I'm like, oh, this is a great idea. I used to walk around, dude, I still have Which it. is why I think workflowy as a name works because it starts flowing. Once you start using it and typing it, it just starts flowing, like your ideas and all that. I think workflowy is a great name. All right. I you disagree can, with you. You can think that. <laughs> we can disagree live on the air. Um, oh, it's not going to work. I need batteries. Uh, this is my recorder from 1995 that I started walking around going, note to self. And then I used to do these all the time too. Uh, so yeah, I've, yeah, mine's, I've, mine's my video memos. Like I could just go forever and ever, yeah. but I think workflow is the best. Um, Jim, before you get out of here, can we give you some custom golden crap? I, I, yeah, I buy gold spray paint too. So I'll be spray painting all summer. If you <laughs> get the, uh, no Krylon stuff. It's the, um, what brand do we use? Do you remember? Rust-Oleum. Rust get it from Home Depot. That's the best gold that they have on Let's the market. Go. Let's go. Let's go. And speaking of which, some custom crap from Jim. I'm so excited. Gold animals. Now, look, you can you can choose. I have several gold animals. <laughs> I have a gold chameleon that does not change color, just stays gold. Different color. <laughs> well, once you get to gold, CJ, why would you change? Right? Yeah. There's no other. There's no I have reason. a gold unicorn that we made it's custom gold unicorn and of and, course there's only one of those right yes there's this isn't actually an animal it's an insect but i thought it was great and was one of the only things they had left um gold grasshopper i gotta go grasshopper because i sort of feel like like the old kung fu show like when i'm on here got the joke thank you yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're probably me you chris carson we probably get that yeah. one knowing everyone Every else that was so dumb. Kung Fu show. Like, <laughs> all right. Hey, CJ, um, have a great summer, man. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk. I still have 18 week days of school left, but, uh, you know, other oh. than that, I'll, uh, I'll, did you say 18 days? Yeah, we're not done until well, basically oh, yeah. June 18th. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Philly. That's how <laughs> Sorry, right, man. man. See you later. Good to see you, man. Hi. Um, Jordan, ready? that's next. All right, Jordan. How are you? Welcome back. Ah, uh, thanks. How are you doing? Hello. How are you? Oh, I'm great. We just wrapped up a couple weeks ago. So just trying to get my room in order. So I really liked that question and answer about the how to decorate your room because I'm in a similar boat. So ridiculous because you're an art teacher. I know. And I'm also in a computer lab. So it's just all around. Yeah. Weird space. So trying to make it better. Yeah. But, well, what can we do for you? Um, I was actually wondering about calling parents or how much you communicate with parents because I remember when I was in school, no one ever communicated with my parents and it was just very weird if they did. And so, but now it seems like a very different vibe. Like you should be in constant communication with all the parents all the time. And so I'm trying to find this balance of, yes, I think that's a great idea to be in collaboration and like let the parents know, and I teach high school, and so let them know that I want to work with them, mm -hmm. but also trying to feel like I'm not such a nag to the parents too, because I know they have busy lives and some may think, oh, whatever's at school, stay at school, don't come to me all the time. So I'm, I was just wondering what your thoughts were on that and if it's, if you do phone, email, what, what do you think? So this is a great question because I do think it's important, but I don't think it's as important as like, I think oftentimes not, this is not all the time. Oftentimes schools tell you to do this because it really just means they're covering their ass, right? It has nothing to do with actual student achievement. Um, and you're right. Like the kids that are getting 
tons of emails home because for good or bad are just getting those all the time. So if I'm going to email someone, um, it's strategic. I never call someone right away. Like I just think that is like, first of all, no one even calls anybody anymore anyway. So it's already weird. Um, I send emails because then there's documentation of it too. Hey, just to let you know, so-and-so missed a quiz. So this happened in class day, just trying to like, just, you know, wanted to inform you of whatever's going on. It's keeping folks in the loop that way. Um, it, and then I put, if you're interested in doing a phone call, please let me know and we can set up a time and date to do so. Then that's it. Most of the, I'd say 99% of the time, no one wants to do a phone call. Um, the, and I always I always CC students on all those emails too, so that they know that who I emailed, what I said, so there can be no combat. Like, so a kid's not going to be like, that's not what happened. And it's like, well, let's talk about it then. Um, I find that if I'm going to call home or send emails just randomly, it's going to be for kids that I don't think are getting emails or phone calls home, right? Those kids that fall in the middle because those parents aren't getting them. And I think that they should. I think a kid that like is trying hard is maybe struggling a bit. And I see some growth, something there that's really promising. Like it's watering that seed um, instead of like using it for something else. But like, I don't call home as much as my school wants. Um, there was somebody at my school this year that wrote a thousand emails uh, home to parents this year. I, I think thousand or two thousand. Yeah, right? she was who you got called out against. <laughs> and I and it was like that that set the standard. And um and I'm not just not going to do that. Like I just don't think it's worth my time or energy to do that. So I just don't do it. But that's so I think calling home is important. But like it's it's letting parents know also like hey you can do this. So like what I also have I'll say this I have um a what is it? Like a uh, email list for each class of all my students. So everybody that's in period one, I have them on an email. And then I have a separate email list of everyone that's in period one and a parent. So if it's like, there's something important coming up, whether it's, I need a permission slip or there's a test or, so, or we can retake something, or there's a big project coming up. It is, I'll email everybody on that and just say, Hey, look, just so everyone knows this is the gig. If you have any questions, you can call me or you can email me back. Um, individually, and that really works too, because then uh, you're kind of ahead of the game instead of just contacting home and something crappy happens. So yeah, that's why I would go with it. But um, Jordan, are you gonna spin? You're gonna spin for some Jordan crap, right? Jordan some gold stuff, because none of this has to get pinned to your wall. You know what I mean? So she can just put it on a shelf <laughs> on your desk. Instant custom decoration. I I will say I did your gold trophy idea for the end of the year. Yeah, they loved it. There was a the sneakerhead award. They got the golden sneaker for who uh, had the best Jordans. That's, <laughs> That's a great idea. It's See, a great idea. It's, you can just customize it to who your students are. Like they talk about the same stuff over and over and over again. I've had kids they loved it. in college, <laughs> and they take it and have had it like on their shelf in their oh, dorm room in college. Before. And their friends are like, "Why do you have a purple or why do you have a golden dinosaur on there?" And I'm just like, what, bro? So I will say. Um, glazing them, like buying clear glaze helps to just elongate the, uh, That's the color too. So yes. you know, which all, learned along the all way. of our, all of our items here have been, have been treated. Um, <laughs> go ahead, wife. Okay. Spin it. I wish everyone was here to spin themselves. Um, oh, real rapid stickers. metal sticker pack. So we'll give you a send new pack of our stickers. Right. So Perfect. yeah. 
Awesome. Thanks, um, Jordan. Jordan, can you, in the thing? It will be, I'm sorry, in, in the private section for the yeah. comments, um, Edie will put a form in there for you to pop in your mailing address. That's it. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much. You Bye. got it. Have a good day. All right. Who's next? Okay. Liz is um, next. She's not in here. Not on camera, it looks like. So I'm just going to ask her a question. Um, we are getting a new principal this summer. Do you have tips on how to, how I can approach this new person? I, I, you know, I, I, hopefully I'm getting a new principal this year too. And so I think <laughs> that it's, um, it's just showing up and like, I think introducing yourself, this is what I did when we had, a, we had a, our first new principal this year. Um, I went in and it was like, Hey, just so you know, this is my, I'm CJ Reynolds. I teach ninth grade literature. Um, this is the room that I'm in. And look, I love, I love what I teach. I love the students that I get to work with. Um, the community here is really wonderful. Here's some things that you're going to love about our school. Uh, and I just want you to know my, know my face because I'm excited about this year. If there's anything you need help with, like getting situated, you don't know where something is or where we keep something, or you have a question about a student that's like a little bit older and you're not, you, you know, I might know them when you don't, please let me know. I'd be happy to help with anything that I can. That's it. And I, I think that that's enough. Um, to put on their plate to just let them know that you're a willing participant in the work that you do at the school. Um, can I bring somebody else on? Um, nope, we have another question okay. before then that. I'll, then I'm going to bring someone uh, out because okay. I want to give some crap away. Okay. Uh, Nassim is asking, what do you tell a principal when they say they aren't allowed to post culturally culturally relevant context around the classroom, such as uh, Black Lives Matter? Uh, so if I couldn't put something up that says Black Lives Matter, I just put something up that is Black Lives Matter, right? So it, it's not just about like having the banner because, you know, because there's going to be some pushback as to like Black Lives Matter as a political movement. And that's a whole nother conversation. But like um, it is, are the posters in my room inclusive? Are the books in my library that I never, I'm looking around like I have a book around me, but like, because sometimes I do. Um and, and putting those books face out because I want my kids to see the cover of that book is, you know, in my room, I have um, this giant mural that I did with uh, with chalk that is um, a bunch of different colored fists. Right. So um, one of them is rainbow. There's different shades of, of brown. There's a white one. There's like it's it's like, you know, and then there's this quote next to it that says uh, they tried to bury us. They didn't know we were seeds. So it is trying to do stuff like that where like um what are you going to do tell me i can't display a book and some books that i love i get posters made of them um of the of the book covers that i, that I put around the room so it's stuff like that where it's um you're you're t i think it's taking it like a step uh it's going left of center, right? It's still getting your message across. It's still telling kids that you care and that you see them and that they're, that this is a safe space for them. Um, but we can do that with other things too, that aren't just that. I mean, cause look, I'm, me, um, and this is just knowing a bit of like where I work and who I work with and stuff like that. I just would do it anyway. Uh, but I'm not saying for everyone to do that because I don't know what your situation is. And I don't want, like some of you have little kids and you don't want to get fired and that makes sense. Um, but like the, but I think there are other ways we can do that to, to get the same message across. What you got, bud? Can I, can I give something away and bring someone on? 
<laughs> oh my please, gosh, you're killing me. Please wait. No, can we have an order? Because I have an order okay, to, to these. Um, we have uh, a question from Never Too Late. We are coming to the end of the school term. Some parents are just now trying to check up on their child's performance. Despite the prior messages sent to no avail, how do you deal with this? So this year is different than in years past, right? And this year I give, I'm allowing kids to do makeup work. I'm allowing kids to like, I'm just allowing a lot more um, because this year, look, you know what it became? It became about points. It became about points and not mastery. And so, um, but because it's not a regular school year because we've been in virtual mode since last March, since March of 2020, um, like we never went back. And so, I'm trying to give some grace for that. Typically, it is what it is, man. Like, I, like, look, we could make up all the work we want. You could hand in all the worksheets you want. Doesn't mean you mastered it. Doesn't mean you participated in class. Doesn't mean you're a part of the conversation. Um, so what? That's why I um, for next year. Like, if you go on our website, realrapidthrones.com, we have only a handful of resources. That's something I'm actually talking about building out this summer. But like. Um, there is a resource for like a weekly, uh, a weekly report that kids have to fill in and then they have to send it to their parents or take it home and get it signed if they're failing so that parents have a constant weekly reminder that this is what's going on. And so, um, that's one of the ways that we try and get in front of that. But like, it's about, you know, I just stand my ground, like unless someone's really going to push back. I stand my ground if I think that's important. The other thing is really letting, really asking yourself, is it that important? Because some parents are going to push so hard. They're going to go to the principal, the superintendent. They're going to make a big deal out of it. Um, and that's coming out of not me not being a good teacher, not me doing the right thing. It's something with them going on. So I often will concede the point because I wonder, is this that important? Is this that important to me that this kid can't make up a test or can't do makeup work? Like sometimes I have kids with a 13 that need a 90 for the trimester and someone will email me and it's like, go ahead and do it. Like, just go do the work. Like, it's just not worth it for me to have the argument because I don't think you're going to do it anyway. And I don't think you win at life if this happens. So it depends on the scenario, but mostly I stand my ground and I don't let kids make stuff up during the regular school year. COVID year is a little bit different. What you got, buddy? Okay, Zoe's up next. All right, Zoe, you're about to beam in. I always have to tell people first in case. I they're... do. I tell them in the front. Oh, all right. Chat. I don't want her to like, be like blowing the... her nose or something like no, that. I you have... know what I mean? There's like a whole little green room back here. Oh, all right. I did that. Awesome. <laughs> cool. What's up, Hi. Zoe? Hi. How you doing? Hi. A very different accent. I appreciate. Wait, where are you? Britain, UK. Oh, I didn't know. I thought you were from Connecticut or something. No, um... <laughs> no UK. Um, so I'm a physics teacher and the last year or so it's become really obvious that our physics curriculum and our maths curriculum don't match up. So they need to know stuff from maths at a certain point for me to teach them and it ends up me having to teach them the maths before maths do, if that makes sense. So how can I kind of best start to address that or start talking to like other people in my department and the maths department at my school? to make yeah. sure that, you know, the kids have got a curriculum that makes sense for them. Who's, how, who comes up with the curriculum at your school? Is there like a head of curriculum or what's that look like? Um, curriculum is national curriculum. Every school in the UK has to teach the same curriculum. Oh, oh. Yeah. Wow. So we can choose when we teach it. 
So if we teach it to like 13 year olds or 14 year olds, but we have to teach it to them. So, and then how does, so this has to be a problem for tons of schools then, right? Like, or are you the only? Um, it will be for the most part. In particular, it's an issue when we get to, I don't know what the equivalent would be in America. Um, 17 and 18 year olds, it's like, yeah. school isn't compulsory anymore so they can choose what subjects they do oh, okay and that's when it gets to be a real issue but it's also an issue for like our younger kids as well got it so um are you the only physics teacher in your school uh there is four of us four okay is everyone else having this issue too uh yeah because we all teach the same order so we all teach the lessons at the same order in our school so for me when dealing with certain things like this it's like if you can't change the curriculum, so we have a, a direct, well, we had a director of curriculum, um, but mm -hmm. like everybody else, they quit this year. So uh, I could go to that individual, but if I don't even like what they're saying, or if I don't agree with it, or if they're just not seeing some of the things that I see, I think it's about communicating with the other teachers that are in your school and saying, look, um, here are, and like ha have those talking points ready. Like this, is, these are moments in the year where I have to teach stuff that the kids haven't learned yet, like like mm -hmm. paint that picture for them. How can we best help students succeed in this moment? And I think sometimes teachers taking it like and figuring that out can can help. If that doesn't work, if maybe you don't have that, I don't know what your community looks like at your school, but like maybe talking to teachers from other schools as well. And so I will say that, um, you know, I feel like our Facebook group might be a place to start and and mm. like put that in and see if anybody else uh from the uk is on there and if they're dealing with something and maybe they're not even physics but they're like oh yeah, yeah. there's things in in english that we're dealing with this also or something along those lines um or i feel like there's got to be a facebook group for something like that like there, and if there's not then you should start it you should start like the physics teachers in the uk like, need to figure crap out facebook group right and so it's like very nice yeah that's it. You know, that's, that's a me. I mean, I, I also spray paint crap gold. So, you know, <laughs> so I think that doing that could be helpful too. So what you're trying to do is, is you are taking on the problem, bringing people together so that you're, it's not just serving you and your students, but it's going to be serving, you know, more people in the country. Um, Cause there's gotta be other folks that are like shaking their head, you know, and, and looking at things like you see, but I think community is the answer to everything all the time. Um, so yeah, does that help at all? Or yeah, yeah, it's a starting point certainly. How how long Thank have you been? You. Uh, this is my first year fully qualified, but my second year not observed. If that makes sense, like it's yeah. a weird one. Yeah, I get it. So is this? Are you have, have you all been virtual or are you in person? Um, we were virtual from March through to December last year. And then virtual again from January through to March this year. And we've been back in person for six weeks now. And we've got, we're just on something called half term in the UK, which is a week off basically. And then we've got seven weeks until summer. Seven weeks? When does the yeah. summer break start for y'all? 23rd of July. Oh, wow. I'm not counting down. Yeah. Oh, we go back nice. first week of September though. Awesome. Hey, look, I know you're in the UK, but um, I'd still like to send you some random golden crap if I could. Would that be Absolutely. all right? Absolutely. 
Awesome. As long as you postage will be through the roof, though. No, it's it's cool. We got. We're it. not just on a stick, and that's the yeah. One those are the like... ones that like I sent one to Scotland one time. I was like, oh my gosh, this is nuts. Oh yay! A sticker pack. Sticker pack. Real Rabbitohs sticker pack. We'll send you. Perfect. Wonderful. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Well, look. Thanks so much Thank for waiting you. and for coming on. I appreciate it, Zoe. No Thank right. you. Bye bye. Oh. Um. Zoe, don't forget, or Zoe, don't forget to put it um in the chat. In the private chat, will be a form for you to pop your address. In. Yeah, just pop your address in the bot in the chat, Zoe, to privately to us, so that we can uh, make sure that we know your address. Um, that was lovely. I loved her accent. Oh, I know, right? It's just beautiful. Um, Caroline, our next question comes from Caroline, is asking any ideas on how to expand my job search for a teaching post? My contract is ending. I have mostly been relying on teaching job websites. I'm not in the USA. Uh, also, thanks for these sessions this year. They've been very helpful. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> so, um, I, where does she say where she's from? Uh, she does not. Because some look, some states are going to be different than she's others. Not in um, I know. Oh, uh, I'm thinking about like I know California. Who was that conference we did the for? And they like have like a special California work. Yeah, like page. California has her own like postings for like ed for education yeah stuff, correct um which new jersey doesn't so that was something i don't know in other countries i would ask i feel like our facebook group has such a wide variety of folks in there that we're not familiar with what you would do outside so I would, of the u.s yeah but i have you? two ideas one oh, i would great. post so if you're not in the facebook group right look let me let me keep mentioning the facebook group and mention it like this there is zero kickback for this for us we don't get any money we don't make anything from this this is just something a place we were trying to create for teachers to, to figure out teacher stuff there's no companies in there no one should be in there pushing their stuff um and 95 percent of the time it's a pretty cool place and no one's being a weirdo there's very little problems um, it's a great teacher community it's awesome so, so like um i would post your question in there um you might find people that are actually from your country that are doing things in there the other thing is if you can't get a job or if you're having a hard time there are alternatives and I look at like the virtual teaching space, like we did this year, like our kids have used OutSchool, um, not affiliated with them in any way. OutSchool is a really great place for you. You actually like create a course, you go on and teach it and people sign up. The more people that sign up, the greater your class is, the more like basically subscribers you get, people show up to take your class and then you're making money from it. Um, or if you don't wanna create your own stuff, there are other ones like VIP Kids, uh, ABC. Um, these are classes where there's, a, uh, like a curriculum that is, that they create that you are showing up. And as an educator, you're going through this sort of scripted curriculum, but those are like some pretty good ways to make money. Um, when you're not able to get a teaching job, uh, and it's virtual and you can still wear pajama pants all day and do that same job. So yeah, those are, those are some options too, though. Um, but I would, I think the Facebook group is, is the move. Uh, yeah. What you got? Taking the weekend off is up next. Um, here we go. Taking the weekend off. Um, how are you? Hey, I'm good. Good. I'm good. I love. So is this? Uh, is it just the weekend that you're taking off? Or uh, we we just finished school on Friday. <sighs> we change that. Taking the summer. Where are you? In the <laughs> I'm in Indiana. Indiana, man. I don't know why. And and we have been we have been face to face since last August. Really? There's a, quite a few people that have told me they're like, we didn't have any virtual all year. And I'm like, 
We had it for two weeks, but we had to come into the building. Oh, so you taught from the building? We we had a two-week period where we went virtual because of so many kids in quarantine. Got it. So we had to come into the building to teach because um, when we were virtual last spring, some people um, were not fully present at their homes. Got it. Yeah, <laughs> man. That's always and, we, and we had to teach virtual while we were teaching the kids in the classroom. Yeah, that's a terrible model. There's like no way that like we like in 10 years when they like have all the data from this, they, there's no way they go. Oh, that was a good move. I liked uh, teaching two different types of students at a time. Um, so my question was, I, we have a, a situation where in a small rural community, um, sometimes parents go straight to like visiting with the admin at events or they talk to the superintendent or call them about a concern that they have with the teacher and their student. And then the first time I hear of it is, you know, when I'm called into the office, how do we circumvent that? I, you know, I think one, I think it's a conversation with your administration and saying like, look, I'd love to be on this part of this conversation from the jump. Um, or, and, and so seeing if that can happen, I know that, uh, I've had past principals that would bring us in that if a parent had a problem with the teacher, they weren't going to talk to them about it. They were going to bring it in. They'd help facilitate that conversation perhaps, but then it became something between like, say myself and, and a parent. Um, the other thing is I think over communicating to parents and letting them know that like, one, I love my job. Two, I only want your kid to find success. And three, I'm willing to do anything I can to make that happen. And I try to send messages home that communicate that so that parents know that I'm an option and I seem more accessible, right? So it, because maybe they have some sort of like, I don't know, like I'm a, I'm, there's not a ton of male teachers in my school. Um, I don't come from the same background as any of my students. So it's like, it's me not hoping they'll know that I like this because I always get a laugh on parent-teacher conference night, like that first, like, or back to school night that we do every year. And I tell parents like, look, the first thing I want you to know is that I love my job and I'm excited that your kid's here. And parents always laugh and I'm like, you laugh, but like I've had, I grew up with a lot of teachers that I'm, I'm for sure they didn't love being there and they had zero interest in actually like getting to know me or something. So I want parents to know that. And I think communicating that to parents helps them. Yeah. We don't have a back to school night, so I, I probably need to handle that by email. Maybe in the fall, have some sort of "Hey, this is me. Call me, email me, whatever." Yep, and just telling them like what you teach, or like even like what you teach, why you teach it, why you love teaching that, like how many years you've been teaching, like saying the good stuff, like not just the regular like "This is how many books we're going to read this year," or "This is how far we're going to get in math," or like it's going to be really rigorous. That stuff's great too, but it's that human element of like, I always think about it through the eyes of like, what do I wish my kids' teachers did for us? Like just wrote something home and said, you know, Brody was so great in class today, or like Brody's having an issue with something, or hey, Brody was having trouble with this. This is what we did. Let me know if, if you see that he needs any more help. It's that it's that like parent to parent almost conver conversation that you're having with them. Um, I think that helps a lot. Yeah, because I think our teachers are going to be under a lot of pressure this year. We're going to a new evaluation process, that NIET um, format. 
and having master and mentor teachers, we're going to be having a lot more observations. So, you know, I, I think because of that added stress to it, I, I want to make sure that our relationships with the kids are good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and I think getting on in front of that and even for those observation pieces, it's what you're doing is in both situations is going on offense instead of defense. You're not waiting for parents. You're getting in front of it and you're communicating with parents. And even when I have observations by someone that I like, so this, this switches, right? Cause sometimes I get observed by someone that I don't really care what they think because I don't think they know how to teach either. Um, but if I, if I am having a struggle with someone, um, I'll go and ask ahead of time or I'll tell them ahead of time. Hey, look, I know you're coming in to observe tomorrow. Here's some like things that I'm, I'd love to have your feedback on. So I'm almost directing their attention to the things I'm working on before they just show up. Or, you know, we're using this thing called the Danielson model, um, which is nonsense. But like, anyway, uh, we are, I might look at the Danielson model and say, hey, look, this, 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 and this, I'm really looking for some feedback on. I'd love if you could give me feedback. So then I'm not getting some whack answer where someone just copy and paste something from the form and puts it on and they say, you know, it's, it's, it's not so sterile. I'm looking for actual feedback. And I find that I get better feedback when I ask for better feedback, like uh, on the front end, it's not like, Hey, this didn't make sense. Can you give me a little bit more? It's like, I told them on the front end what I wanted and that works better for me. Oh, that's a good idea. So cool. Well, look, Hey, can we send you some random gold crap? Sure. Why not? Awesome. <laughs> Go ahead and spin the wheel. I feel like we need a we need a sound need a clapping thing. thing a clapping. Um, it's oh, it's going backwards. The same thing. It's rigged. <laughs> no, it's you got a rigged wheel. <laughs> Whatever it stops on first, we'll just call it. You won. Look, you got game on. We got you got a gold fish <laughs> that moves, will move and awesome. everything that is awesome and i even painted the eyeball on there so you know it can see where it's going so you want to you want a goldfish so in the comments um are we sending it to her in the should... private chat you'll see a link that edie will put yeah. for you to pop and, your address in yep so just put your first and last name and address and we'll send it right out to you oh awesome awesome thank you have a great Wait, day bye-bye bye. oh my gosh so fun okay um poor Jace was waiting in there and then he left. Uh, um from Schmidt minutes? Yeah. So we're gonna skip him and see if he comes back and Jace, just come on. I'll give you some free crap. Um we're gonna ask Elaine D is asking, I used to show a video while I grade student work. How can I do that for students in Zoom land? Just share your screen. Um you can do this thing where you share your screen. So if you have a big enough monitor, um, and if you don't just get another like you can have any laptop or anything like that. I will, when you go to share your screen on Zoom, um, you can pick which part of your screen you want to share. I And I just learned this. I thought you had to share the whole thing, so I couldn't do it either. So I'd have to work off my crappy school laptop. Um, and then, so like if I'm showing something on Netflix, we did a whole, we did like a week on um, Stranger Things and we broke down like all these literary pieces that were in it and like imagery and foreshadowing and tone and mood and all this stuff and through the lens of uh of stranger things but then it only showed that so like if this is my screen it would be like literally I can't, this goes the opposite way it would just be this little corner up here that would show stranger things and i had access to the rest of my desktop so i could be like plugging away grades and putting things in and commenting on things um i think that's the move to to do that with 
She got, was that a little oh, too fast? That was oh, short no, answer. No, yeah. No, that's okay. It's short for you, right? Okay. Um, Kim is asking, I am working on my master's and have to make a student and parent questionnaire for a class. What are some questions for both that I that I really need to ask? Oh. I think, mm -hmm. so for students, um, again, if you go to realrapwithreynolds.com, go to our resources page, there is a student questionnaire that I have on there. For parents, I think it is just a handful of things. One, what is your student's favorite class they ever had and why? Not asking for a particular teacher, you're just like, what, like that teacher handled things a certain way. They taught a certain way that was, that was good for your student like that. Um, what's the worst class they ever had and why, or the worst experience they've had in school and why. So again, you're looking for things that like, they didn't like that this teacher did things this way, or they like, you know, uh, this bothered them or this overwhelmed them. And then the third thing is what is something about your student that paperwork isn't going to show me? So I can't look at their grades. I can't look at their IEP. Their 504 is not going to have it on there. What's something that you think, or you would like me to know about your kid that, um, like maybe they should get pushed more. Maybe they are really, really kind. Maybe they are really insecure. Maybe they love this thing that like no one really knows about because they're really private. So looking for some of that information, um, I just think is it, it, that stuff is gold. That's the stuff you know about a kid then. And then other teachers will be like, hey, so-and-so has been doing this in my class. I'm like, oh, well, didn't you know, you know, their, their mom or dad told me this about them. And they're like, oh, how'd you know that? I'm like, because I asked. And so it's asking those sorts of things too. What you got, bud? Laura Green. Laura Green popping in here. Fancy glasses, Laura Green. Hi. Oh, those are great glasses. Thanks. I'm not uh, really sure what screen to be looking at. I got a lot of screens up. So hi. <laughs> we really just want free stuff. I have no questions. We're out of school. Oh, we just had graduation oh. yesterday. And I just oh. want some free yeah, you spin. Oh, babe, this is I so keep getting true. sticker packs, right. apparently. Oh, no. <laughs> I like sticker packs. Big money, big money, big money. Eyeball stickers. Oh, yes. She will send you eyeball stickers. You can stick them on kids and tell them, I got an eye on you. Um, yeah, these are okay. dumb. Um, let's, let's spin it again because I want it. We have way too much gold crap here. Okay. All right. And we'll send something. It has to land on something that's gold. I'll give it to a coworker. Um, yes. Oh, <laughs> one of my favorites is <gasps> Golden Ponies. You I wanted those. John Lopez. I got the Golden Pony. Customized and everything. I mean, like, I hope they don't stick to the inside of the bag, but, uh, you know. <laughs> not saying we do things last minute around. Not, not saying that happened. <laughs> I got some gold spray paint. I'm an art teacher. I get it. Awesome. Um, I think we have your, yeah, I have your mailing address. All right. Yeah. Oh, so you're good. Um, I don't know why I know this about some people. Well, because we've already sent people things and Probably. yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Thank you for being a contestant on custom gold crap with Reynolds. I love it. Thank you so much for having me. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Later, dude. Bye. Um, all right. What else you got? Uh, Nassim is next. Awesome. Nassim, are you there? I don't know if he's there. He did. I see his, he's still on there, but his picture's not there. Maybe he ran into the bathroom. Nassim, when I see you pop back in, uh, so if you're getting a drink or something, that's cool. Okay. Um, um, let's see. Yeah, that was it. That's everybody? Well, Jace, I mean, do you want to answer his question? Even though I, I can answer Jace's question, yeah. All right. He's asking, as an MS choir director, 
our final exam was the spring concert. This was three weeks ago. We still have two more weeks of school. I'm running out of ideas for meaningful projects to build culture that will carry into next year. Do you have any suggestions on types of projects that are classroom culture centered? Uh, gosh, I think this is, I, this is so, let's just. Does classroom culture have to be like serious? Can it just be fun? No, but I just want to note first that this is a bad move that okay. schools do where they don't let school go to the end of the year. Like, why are we still here? Like, just extend the school year and, like, let us keep teaching and then, like, let the end of the school year be the end of the school year. Um, I We did some fun stuff that, like, uh, like in the past, I've done all kinds of weird things. Like, um, like, you could have public service announcements. Like, kids make public service announcements. Like, make a commercial. Um, you can just use your phone. You can use some basic editing software if you have an eye phone you can do it right on iMovie if not there's like tons of great free programs out there that I've used in the past uh you can make a comic book out of a public service announcement so like things that you think um like rules of the school or things that should be that people should know about um you could have kids make videos or create content for students for next year so like here is something I wish I knew at the beginning of this year um, having like a project like that, or, you know, we've had students in the past. Um, I used to work with someone in Camden that would have kids write letters, uh, the end of this year, then you would bring them and give them to kids in the beginning of the next year of like, Hey, here's things that you need to know about. Uh, it was Miss Ash, right? So like things you need to know about Miss Ash. And so, um, it wasn't just Miss Ash talking the next year about herself, but actually like, Here's stuff from students or slides that you could do that with too. Like, so like Google slides, like things I wish I knew about Miss Ash in the beginning of the year, things that you should know, like she's really tough, but she really cares. Like those sorts of things were good too and a good use of time. Um, and then, you know, I'm not opposed to look like if you can, I, I think that playing games, I think that doing silly stuff, I think that spending just time with one another, like whether you're, watching a movie together or a show or having a serial party. Like these are things that build classroom culture that build like a sense of not just for our class, but going forward, giving kids time to connect so that going into next year or even going into the summer, like it's, you know, there's that connection piece there that really just benefits students. Kids are better in school and they're confident. Kids are better in school and they feel like people know them or that they're cared about or that someone thinks about them or that, you know, where they can be themselves. So creating space for kids to do that, I just think it only benefits the school uh, as a whole. What you got, buddy? Nassim is on here now. What's up, man? How are you? How are you doing? Good. Good to see you again. Good to see you. Thank you for coming to my class uh, the other week. That was very nice. I loved it. It was a really great experience. Everyone in there seemed like they were like genuinely excited about teaching, um, which is fun. And you don't, I mean, you don't see that all the time. Like people are just like, dude, I'm so tired of school. So, um, yeah. And your professor seemed really great too. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, we, we definitely, you know, loved having you and you, you gave lots of words of wisdom, but my question for today is how did you come up with your name? Real rap with Reynolds. Uh, so, you know, it's so funny because people, I still get like people all the time that think I rap. Uh, and I, this is a skill set I do not, I do not have. Um, I used to, I'm going to actually put this out there. I used to work with um, a guy that used to write quotes, real rap quotes on his board every day, right? So real rap is what my students call 
uh, real talk, right? So if, if I'm sitting at my desk having lunch with a bunch of kids and somebody comes in and says, yo, you guys got a dip. I have to have real rap with Reynolds real quick. That just means that they need to have a real talk and that they need privacy. So I started writing quotes on my board that were real rap with Reynolds. Um, and sometimes they were silly and sometimes they were serious, but that developed into something that just became known as like in school amongst the students having real rap with Reynolds. Um, and if someone likes something that you say, or they think it's truth, um, you'll say something that, you know, they love and they'll just be like, yo, real rap. So that became the channel. I, the thing I didn't know is I thought this was more widely known that people knew what real rap was, but apparently, you know, one of the things I'm learning over the last years is that slang is so territorial. So like slang, I'm sure that your students use up in Brooklyn is not as stuff that my kids never heard of, or there's different terms. So if my kids are, for instance, um, if someone has a drink, somebody else wants some of that drink, they'll, yo, they'll go, yo, can I get a pop of that? And th what that means is like, you don't put your mouth on the bottle you just like pour it in your mouth. And we were on a class trip with these kids one time and they were like, yo, can I get a waterfall? And my guys were like, what are you talking about waterfall? And it was the same thing. I'm like, guys, I'll be real with you. Like a waterfall makes more sense than a pop. Like, cause it looks like a waterfall. And so, um, that's what we use in Brooklyn. Waterfall. waterfall. Yeah. Yeah. We do a given. Uh, get a pop um and, and yeah so it's just it's funny that kind of worked out like that um but that's where it came from but nasim can we send you some random golden crap sure awesome wife you want to spin it absolutely Go ahead. don't do it nobody's watching oh oh you won the golden the golden phone <laughs> really works. that's nice and so I think that these are, sometimes I'll use these in class. I'm like, guys, hold on, wait a second, I have a phone call. And then I just pretend I'm talking on it or, and kids don't know, or I pretend I'm filming them on it. Um, or I'll go, yo, let me get a selfie real quick. And then I, I, there's, there's a hundred dumb ways to, uh, oh, to use That's a perfect. fake phone. So, and it has my fingerprint on it, which might be dangerous. Uh, I don't know. But don't I, use that. My finger in the I won't use it against you. Don't worry. I appreciate it. And look, uh, have a great summer, man. If I can ever help with anything again, uh, or if I can do anything for your school, please let me know. I'd be happy to do it. Thank you, CJ. And do you mind maybe like the next session you could talk about how um, aspiring teachers could pass their certification exams? Because that has been such a problem. Yeah. So there, this is a, if you don't even have to ask the question, if you're in our Facebook group, which if you're not, you should go join it now. Um, you can search if you're on a desktop. I don't think it will allow you to do it on a phone. If you're on a desktop or a, or a laptop, you can search the content. Um, and I know for sure people have talked about it in there and they've given resources and websites and stuff like that. So that's probably your first best bet to go check stuff out for that. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right, man. Talk to you soon. Enjoy your summer. Later. Um, is that it? That's it. I mean, we went really over. Jace, hit me up. Uh, send me an email. I'll send you some random gold crap. And then that's how we'll get it to you. Uh, what do we got? We're done. That's it. Yeah. All right, man. That I was. Mean, uh, unless you want to ask if anybody else wants to come on. If anyone else wants to just jump on jump real on quick spin crap. and get some weird golden crap, uh, you can do that. But otherwise, I'll say this real quick. Um, we are doing um <laughs> a a bit of a break. We're going to come back June July 11th. Um, same bat channel, same bat time. 
Uh, but we're going to take a little bit of a break because it's the end of the school year and we just we just need a break. And then we're going to start doing this periodically, um, taking these sort of like uh, like creating seasons for this. Um, if there is anything over the summer, you can shoot us an email or DM and we'll be sure to get back to you. And then, uh, you know, if you follow us on social media, that's a good place to get content as well. Um, anything else we just want people to know? Oh, and look, if your schools are looking for anyone, we're still uh, filling in the calendar with dates for like schools that like we just booked two more people last week where we're going to go in and speak to, oh, I am um, going to, because my wife would, would you do that? Or would that terrify you? What are you would you speak to a crowd of people? Like in person? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you would? Uh-huh. I don't like the camera. I don't like seeing myself. It's like, just, I uh, come to, uh, yeah. No. Cool. So, um, the, but I'm setting up speaking engagements or if your school has a PLC and they're looking for books, um, Real Rap with Reynolds, uh, teacher class office available on Amazon, but schools that order in bulk, meaning like 10 or more, something like that, you get it at a way cheaper rate than like what you would get it on Amazon. So just be, be mindful of that as well. Um, that's it, right? Yeah. Cool. Gang. Thanks so much for being here. We love being thanks a part of this and thanks so much for, for playing along with our ridiculous game today. Um, and now we have tons more gold crap to give away next time. Coming at you. Yeah. So. <laughs> This won't be the last because now I have all this gold crap to go away. Awesome. All right, gang. We'll see you uh see you in July. Peace. Not not a smooth ending there. Let's this is smoother now. <laughs>